This is the Voice Podcast Network. Welcome to Post Pitch, a bi-weekly podcast that dives a little deeper into an article published in this week's print issue of the Georgetown Voice. Today, I'm interviewing our writer, Andrea Ho, to learn more about the editorial board's piece on Georgetown's school colors. Please enjoy. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Romy. I had the pleasure of reading the editorial board's article, and it it really made me think. Just to give our listeners some background, Andrea's article discusses the racist history of Georgetown's school colors, blue and gray, representing the uniforms of the Union and the Confederacy, respectively. Blue and gray were chosen in 1876 to symbolize unity between Georgetown students who fought on both sides of the war. So the first question that I want to ask you is, when did you become aware of the meaning of Georgetown's colors and what did it mean to you? Yeah, Um, so for me, I first learned of the meaning of Georgetown's colors in a voice article, actually. In February 2021, the editorial board published a three-part series to honor Black History Month to discuss the ways that Georgetown must atone for its history of racial transgressions, um, especially those against Black people. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend. Coming into Georgetown, I never really questioned why blue and gray were our school colors. So it was just really shocking for me to read that. It was to symbolize the so-called unity between the Union and the Confederacy after the Civil War. So our article talks about it. This is really problematic, especially because the Confederacy was fighting for the right to enslave black people. And I think unity sounds like a really sweet sentiment. But by emphasizing unity, I think that what Georgetown is really trying to do is to downplay the racism that was entrenched in the Confederate movement and, by extension, whitewashing the racist roots of the Civil War. And more than that, it also legitimizes the Confederacy and paints them as patriotic Americans fighting a noble, righteous cause. Absolutely. And you you mentioned in your article... um, that the colors effectively became a monument to the Confederacy. Since, I think you said, uh, out of the 1,100 students that fought in the Civil War, 900 yeah. were on the side of the Confederacy, which I have not heard of. And another thing that you also mentioned is that a lot of Georgetown websites and organizations today refuse to recognize the history behind the colors. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you if the colors are a monument that should be left up and brought to the light and yes. you know, we should educate people on, or if yeah. it's a monument that should be torn down and replaced. I think the monuments, um, including blue and gray as school colors, should definitely be brought to light and subsequently taken down. I'm not sure it's accurate to say that Georgetown is refusing to recognize the history behind the colors, but Georgetown is definitely obscuring the history and making it really difficult for its students, the community, and the public to learn um, about this part of its history. For example, the meaning of blue and gray um it's only found on like one small sub page of the library website um the soldiers fighting on the side of the confederacy it's on a sub page of the um rotc website i believe um and there just isn't like a comprehensive coordinated um like database of information for example I'm in the class of 2024. I never learned about this during my orientation. And the fact that I first learned about the meaning of blue and gray from a voice article two years ago is a little bit messed up instead of from the institution itself. So 
this information is really quite opaque. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the class of 2026, and during our orientation, there was like um, I think a, like a one-hour Zoom meeting informing us of the history and landmarks on campus and things that are still standing. Yeah. And it was that one hour of information, and it was like I have not heard from them since. Yeah. yeah. I think that brings us to the second part of your question. Um, Yeah. Like, after it's brought to light, I do think these discussions are really important, but they should also have an end goal. So in our article, we do have a call to action. Like we mentioned, that blue and gray, and especially the gray, should be torn down and replaced eventually. Another question is, uh, do you and the editorial board have a vision of the changes that you'd like to be um, made on campus to acknowledge mm-hmm. the history and to acknowledge the pain that has been caused. Yeah, so this call to change Georgetown's colors from blue and gray to something else isn't actually new. It didn't come from the editorial board. We are really just echoing calls of activists, um, especially um, descendants of the GU 272. So um, it really isn't something that is new or radical. In terms of whether we have a vision of the changes, the article doesn't propose a concrete alternative, say, um, what new colors should replace blue and gray. But we do um, propose other suggestions for how the university can go about it. We talk about how this um, doesn't have to be complicated. Other schools have done it, and so we can do it too. And... We had a committee of colors once, and there's no reason why we can't bring back the committee on colors again. We think that the committee of colors should center the voices of the descendants of GU272, who have been calling for um, Georgetown to change its colors for years now. Changing Georgetown's colors from blue and gray sounds like a small thing out of all of Georgetown's problems, but I feel like it's a good first step in addressing um, Georgetown's history of racial transgressions. Yeah, we've got to start somewhere. And just for some context for our listeners, because we've been mentioning the GU 272, those were, I believe, was it in the 1830s? Yeah. Um, 272 slaves were sold um, from Georgetown to keep its doors open. Yeah. So really the reason that we're on campus today mm-hmm. and why we're expanding as a school is, is because of those 272 humans who were... Yeah. sold as property so you think that our, our school colors would honor them more than confederate yeah, soldiers so is... i definitely think that the editorial board is right to to bring some light to yeah. to some change that should be happening on campus yeah um it was so wonderful to speak to you today yeah likewise thank you romy um, and to our listeners make sure to check out andrea and the editorial board's article in this week's issue of the voice and check out the rest of our podcasts on georgetownvoice.com or wherever you listen to podcasts thank you Thank you.